0: Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, March 16th. We are celebrating Women's History Month. I have to say that looking at Women's History Month alongside with the data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the news is not so great for women. Uh, Women have seen more job losses than men since the start of the pandemic. That's why we have folks calling this a she session. In fact, Mark, Check this out. 2.3 million women have left the labor force since the pandemic started. That is insane. Anyway, I did a segment on CBS this morning with my pals there, and we really focused on some of the things that are impacting women who are leaving the labor force, whether it's voluntary or involuntary. So here is my segment on CBS this morning. We did this on Friday morning. Here's our segment.
1: Nearly 3 million women have left the workforce during the pandemic. Among working mothers, a survey shows that two in five have taken a step back from work, or at least are considering it. Many cite childcare as a reason. Tammy Bird, she is from Chinook, Kansas, is one of them. She's a single mother who says she had no option but to leave her job because she could not afford childcare for her two children after school.
2: It was the scariest thing I've ever done to leave my job.
1: Before the pandemic, Tammy Birch was able to bring her 10-year-old twins to the assistant living facility where she worked.
2: I had to quit because the facility went on lockdown. I couldn't bring my kids to work anymore and I didn't have anybody for childcare, so of course I had to stay home with them. I've looked for temporary jobs online where I could work from home, but there really isn't anything around here that I can do without a college degree. Yeah,
1: Birch received unemployment benefits for several months, but they ended abruptly last October. She was told her account was flagged for fraud and provided all requested documents. Tammy says the Kansas Department of Labor told her in January she still qualifies for benefits and that they are sorting it out. But she has still not received any new unemployment checks.
2: I spend a good three, four hours on the phone every day, if not more. I have no money, I have zero dollars. With
1: no income or savings, Birch is now $10,000 in debt.
2: It's hard for me to keep a smile on my face and to tell them everything's going to be okay when I'm not sure myself.
1: Birch continues to look for a job where she can work from home, but she doesn't know what the future holds.
2: I think it's going to take quite a bit of time to recover from this. It's going to be building from ground zero for, for me.
1: After CBS News contacted the Kansas Department of Labor, it called Tammy and told her it has now filed all of her claims, which now paves the way for her to get all the money. Joining us now with some financial financial advice is what she's trying to say for women like Tammy is CBS News business analyst. That's Jill Schlesinger. Good morning to you, Jill. Good morning. What's the best use of the money, do you think, for people who are in the situation that Tammy is in? You know, I think about these
0: women who are really struggling and I say the most important thing you can do is save any money. And we know that big checks are going to start flowing in, $1,400 stimulus checks child care tax credits that money's going to come in so do what most americans have been doing with their excess cash they've been saving it last month gail we saw the savings rate pop up over twenty percent you wind the clock back maybe ten fifteen years nobody was saving a dime so please save save
1: save before you start paying those bills make it really safe sometimes it's so hard to save joe when you don't have the money to save so i'm looking at women who are thinking about leaving the job or considering it at some point? What do you think they should be thinking about financially? I think that the best uh, plan of action is to really detail what
0: your expenses are. So this can happen suddenly. We know that. So even if you have a job, you really should be looking at what are my essential things that I have to pay. And you know what's essential? Food. Everything else is negotiable. But, you know, the categories include food and shelter and utilities. You heard Tammy say she accumulated debt. A lot of people will get some money, maybe from unemployment, they'll think. I should pay down my debt. No, you need to keep that money safe and you're really looking at food first. Everything else is negotiable. And remember, you can never hide in a situation where you've lost your job. Suddenly you've got to notify every single person that's out there, whether you owe money to them, a utility provider, a landlord. Get on the record and say, COVID has impacted my life. And this is whether you leave voluntarily or involuntarily. Remember, Tammy is actually really classified as an. as a voluntary, but she doesn't feel that way. She had no one to take care of her kids. So she has to really notify everyone out there.
1: Obviously, Jill, people are really worried about healthcare in this pandemic. If you've lost your job, what are your healthcare options?
0: Well, you know, with this new bill that was just passed, I want people to pay attention to the Affordable Care Act. For the next two years, premiums are capped at eight and a half percent of your modified adjusted gross income. That means way more people are going to qualify for the Affordable Care Act. Also, remember, you'll get more tax credits. There is, of course, Medicaid if you need it. And as we know, there is COBRA. COBRA is existing coverage, which the government will pay for from April through September of this year. So three important programs. Check them out. Well, that's it for the program. And that was a great segment. And we're going to keep talking about this she session on this program and make sure that we are here as a resource for you. So if you have found yourself working from home and juggling your kids, man or woman, and you need some help juggling your finances too, send us an email ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. And if you're on our website, if you're on the JillOnMoney.com website, you can always click on the contact button. Don't forget to tell us if you want to come on the air live. That would be great. Okay, we want you to wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. We'll talk to you tomorrow.